last time we didn't let it go. We just we just started talking. We started talking too early last time. Oh. In my opinion. Oh, did you listen to the podcast? No. <laughs> okay. Did you? Say, no. <laughs> it's so boring. Why would I listen to it? <laughs> um. Hi, everybody. This is Pancake Town, the podcast, and I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. Um, we still kind of don't know what we're doing. So a- just a heads up, not. like heads up. Um, this is like technically episode like 112. I'm thinking of it as episode two. But it's, episode, <laughs> but it's also episode two. <laughs> so you can pretend, you can go one of two ways. You can either be like, these people have been doing this for so long and they still don't know what they're doing and that's so sad. Or... You can go the route of like, this is their second episode. It sounds so good. It sounds so professional. Yeah, like they've been doing like it they for have years. intro music, and the and the sound quality is excellent. They must have a they must have fancy a, a roadcaster podcasting <laughs> record board thing. That's the technical name. Okay. What I just said. It's not the right name. The buttons do look like it's a kids. It do, well, game though. That's because I put. Post-it notes on them. Oh, it's because no, I mean because of the colors. The yeah, color. no, no. It's, it looks like the the Fisher Price. It's adorable podcast for. I mean, men. that's why they made that thing. It's for people like us. If you were an actual like sound engineer, you would you're pr- you probably think this is a joke. It does. It looks like a kids game. Yeah, it totally does. It makes me think of that John Mulaney thing you sent yeah, me, which is like my favorite yeah. thing in the whole. Oh, you just said that. Yeah, the Fisher Price podcast oh for everybody. For Google white Fisher Price, or go on YouTube and search Fisher Fisher Price podcast. What was it? Podcast for men? Probably just if you do Fisher it Price might be podcast. podcast for white men. SNL. Yeah, Fisher Price podcast. Just do that. It was cut from the actual episode, it is, but you can watch it. It's. I feel like it would be funny even if you're not a person that records podcasts. I would assume so. It's funny because it's literally making fun of Joe Rogan. Yes. It's Which I so love. Good. Oh my God, it's so funny. It's really funny. It. I showed it to Josh and he was like, That's, that was it's, good. How did it get cut? <laughs> yeah, how did it get cut? I think maybe they thought it was too niche or something. Like that it was too specific of a thing they were making fun of or something. I don't know. Hmm. Whatever. Doesn't matter. We still we still get to see it because of the internet. Um. Okay, so unlike last time where we spent half an hour talking about ourselves to reintroduce our lives. Oh, thank God we don't have to do oh, that again. God, yeah. Um, sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it had to be done. Actually, I had a couple people tell say that they were like that they liked that. Oh yeah. Yeah, people who had who were like, I don't want to listen to the first 110 episodes, so thank you for not making me. Oh, cool. Isn't that nice? I what a nice I backhanded think compliment. I said anything. <laughs> I don't think it was a backhand. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Um, I don't think anyone said anything to me at all about the podcast. Because nobody so. talks to you. They only <laughs> no. talk to me. It's because I'm the social it's one. It's fine. And you're the hermit person, <laughs> which is fine. That's the These are the roles we've chosen in life. <laughs> I'm um, good with it. Yeah, but we won't we won't like drag it all out. Um we've kind of taken we've we're kind of doing the whole thing of like 
not really necessarily having a plan for like what each episode like ahead of time we don't have like a month to month schedule mm-hmm. right now of like oh we have all these podcasts planned for the future um we decided that we're just going to kind of like week to week be like oh here's a thing that i thought maybe we would talk about should we talk about this do you have something to say about this um so that's kind of what we're doing we definitely have more shit to talk about about the whole etsy boycott strike thing which we'll probably we probably will end up talking about today because of our topic i mean i kind of forget Um, that it even happened well right and i think that's kind of why we will talk about it because it failed miserably um (laughs) sorry it didn't work guys um but we didn't want to just like keep talking about etsy because good lord what like it's exhausting um but uh someone that are we're kind of like Instagram I guess we'll call them Instagram friends. We're Instagram friends. Um it's such a young person's <laughs> thing to say. But right. Yeah. My friend that is not really my friend like yeah, when people call that each I've other never their friends met. and you're like, I have no idea who this person is. Yeah, we in only real life. DM on Instagram. Right. But then you're saying that you're using such a like close term like mm-hmm. they're my friend. No, they're not. You don't know them. You don't know them. So a person we don't know at all <laughs> um Whitney from Little Little Boat Boutique. Um she posted something about uh kind of in reaction to uh step well so Steph- Stephanie Rohr from Steph by Stitch um who is an actual who's actually our friend who I do know in real life and have physically I have physically met her in real life. Also, physically, yes. Met, I physically met her and interacted with her in real life multiple times. Um, she and I both posted things about the Etsy boycott, like on Instagram. Um, and then Whitney from Little Boat Boutique kind of like wrote, wrote something like in reaction to that. Um, and she said this term, this phrase. She used this phrase that like really resonated with me and made me be like, oh my god, this is this is like a really impactful thing. And I think that this kind of could be our next episode. And it was the phrase name drop yourself. And it like, it kind of in relation to like the whole using Etsy as a platform, using Shopify. Cause other people were like, Oh, I'm like, I'm going to have a Shopify store now mm-hmm. and I'm going to have a Squarespace store now. And it's like, stop saying other people, like stop talking about yourself in terms of other people's businesses like talk about your business Mm -hmm. say say your name and your business and like all of these things including etsy are tools for your business like you shouldn't be shouting out like the tape manufacturer and like the place you buy your boxes from in your regular everyday marketing of your business it's your business well, I think like, people do say your stuff name. like that because they want to get reposted. Right. And that's true. But that like, don't let that line get blurred mm-hmm. of like promoting yourself and like understanding what it is to have a business. Yeah. Like Etsy probably uses some giant company as their server for like hosting their website and like monitoring their you know transactions on the internet and things like that like but do you know what the name of that company is no no one does no one should no one needs to know like 
the same thing is true of like why Etsy is problematic is because when you have an Etsy shop, Etsy is at the forefront of Mm -hmm. that branding and that platform. And when you're physically on the website, you're seeing Etsy's branding and Etsy's site name and Etsy's like search terms and Etsy's policies and everything says Etsy. Whereas if you have a Shopify site, it's your branding. It's your company name. The thing that people will leave that site thinking about is your business name. And like, that's what people need to remember is that like with all of your business decisions, you should be making sure you're name dropping yourself and not Etsy. Right. Like when Amazon or, you know, like put yourself first and then use those platforms as a tool to put yourself first. Yeah. Like for years when I would get like back when I would do events (laughs) (laughs) back in the olden times. (laughs) Um, and someone would say, do you have an Etsy shop? I've always said, no, I have my own website. I never said right. Yes, yes, yes. anything else. Yes. And I mean, there, I, I've heard lots of people like they'll kind of like get offended and stuff when, when people are like, Oh, where do you have an Etsy site? Like I've done that. I've like, like tried not to be snippy with (laughs) shoppers when they say like, Oh, do you have an Etsy shop? And I'm like, no, I have a real website. No, you're just saying, no, I have my own website. (laughs) I have a real website. That's not, somebody else's website that is snippy it is totally is because they don't understand they don't know why you're being snippy like you then have you you would then need to explain like why are you being an asshole to me right now like i just asked you a simple question about whether or not you have an etsy shop (laughs) it's like they don't want to get into the whole like oh etsy is a terrible place and like i don't agree with their policies and i have my own site over here (laughs) that's not on etsy's platform that doesn't, you know, so that when people buy things from my Etsy shop, they don't leave and go, oh, yeah, I got these cards from Etsy. They That's say, what people do. They say, I got these cards from Orange Beautiful. Yeah. And you should go buy things from Orange Beautiful, not Etsy. Yeah. And that's what Etsy wants you to do. That's the whole point. It's the whole point. It's the same with Amazon. It's the exact same thing with Amazon. Amazon doesn't want you as an individual business owner to succeed. They want you to succeed enough that you stay on their platform and give them fees. That's, mm-hmm. that's how much they want you to succeed. They don't want you to succeed so much that you leave. They don't want that at all. They want you to be beholden to them. Mm-hmm. Same like I with Etsy. miss this money. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the whole reason why the boycott failed on Etsy is because no one was willing to leave. No one was financially willing to leave. They were only willing to leave for a week. And then guess what? And even some people couldn't afford and to do that. Exactly. That's right. Which is, you yeah. know. And they're allowed to do that. They're allowed to not do that. It's fair. But you also then yeah. can't at the same time complain about a platform that is, that is, that you are beholden to. Like you, you have to either choose to cut ties with that or not. Like I think. It's nice to want to change something sure. though and just Absolutely. not jump ship all the time. I I think I'm more likely to jump ship instead of trying to change stuff and I don't know that that's the I believe right that thing jumping ship would be the only thing that would change it. 
o- yeah, I don't know o- what's right. The but... only way that Etsy will change in a dramatic way is if any amount of people leave. It's the only way. Because there has to be a board meeting that happens where everyone sits around and goes, oh my God, we lost 40,000 sellers. That's this much revenue that we will never get again. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, uh, 2,000 people put their shop on vacation mode for a week and we lost the exact same amount of fees we would have lost normally. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Good night. Let's go to sleep. Where's the PR guy to clean this up for us? Because that's what actually happened. Like Etsy did not suffer at all. Right. Etsy actually got a bunch of free marketing. A bunch of people who never heard of Etsy before now saw it on CNN and now know what it is. So, whoops. I think we maybe did the opposite of what we were trying to do. Yeah, and I will say it was definitely confusing to Etsy shoppers. Oh, like yeah. I had, because I just confusing. did a couple posts about it. Yeah. And I had um, my customers responding to it and like asking for clarification yes. about it. Yes. And then, so I had to explain it and I'm not even entirely sure I'm the right person to explain it. Cause I've yeah. said from the beginning, I don't have an Etsy shop. Yes. I have no stake in this game. Right. Yeah. Um, but like I had to clarify that like if someone's shop is still open this week, feel free to shop from them. Yes, absolutely. And if there's someone you would normally have wanted to buy from, their shop is closed go see if they have another yes, website somewhere else to buy it from you yeah. don't just like oh i'm not shopping from like not shopping on etsy this week or permanently like right it was yeah, it was it, a confusing thing to do it got very confusing very quickly and it also it like muddied up the entire like the bigger picture thing which is like buy from makers Period. Like, mm-hmm. bu- like buy directly from people as much as humanly possible all the time. Like, regardless of if it's from Etsy, like, you're still getting, people are still make clearly, still making money. Like, people are making 60, 70, 80% of their revenue from their Etsy shops. They all said that. We all found that out mm-hmm. two weeks ago. So, like, it's it's this weird double and then also the whole i mean we talked about this last time the whole like what what are the real issues that like should be getting boycotted and that everyone was very focused on the fee hike mm-hmm. which in my mind is like you should be happy to pay the fee hike because you made a ton of money off of etsy last year whatever a ton of money quote unquote means like but if you're literally saying to everyone, oh, I can't leave Etsy because I make 70% of my revenue from that platform, well, then you can't you can't be mad right. that they raised their fees because guess what? Like nationwide inflation went up like 8% last year. So if you think that this giant corporation isn't going to raise their fees a tiny bit to compensate for the fact that they made $2 billion last year... And they've massively increased their marketing. They've massively changed their platform. They've done tons of things to get you more sales. It's not like they sat around and were like, we're Etsy. We're going to sit on our hands and then also charge you more money. Like they did a bunch of work to earn that fee hike. Mm -hmm. And you reaped the benefits of it. And now you're mad. So like be mad about the right thing. Well, I think a lot of people were 
mad because the fee hike didn't doesn't work for their business. Absolutely. Like they've done the math and it's just Well, and then and that's also not Etsy's fault. Yeah. Like that if I mean you, it's not the right platform sure, for you. Absolutely. Then. Like if you are if you like the like the person that I sent you the screen cap of that like had broken down their sticker price. Yes. Like oh my fucking god. Etsy's just not the platform like, for you. Get no. the fuck off yeah. that. Also, first of all, you're doing business wrong. Like if if your literal cost of a sticker is a dollar fifty, I'm telling you right now, you're doing it wrong. I mean, I truly don't think it was. It's absolute. It was absolutely flawed. Like everything yeah. about it was. I don't think we need to reveal that much information no, about no, and, our costs. But also, either. I think that we do. If that's true, if this is true, if those proportions of cost breakdown are true for some people, then like we do need to break that down and show it to people because that means we all as business owners like are, have taught ourselves wrong. Like someone has taught us business wrong because like if your cost breakdown is that you spend 30 to 40% of your retail cost to make the thing you're Mm -hmm. making. And then you're also on a platform that's taking another 15% from you you're don't use that platform. I think they just made it really, really confusing for their customers and, and other business people, because I don't, I don't think those numbers were real. I think they were padded with other things and they simplified it and just make it it like really misleading. Yes. It was so misleading. Um, and it was there, it was done to make people go, Oh my gosh, that's mm -hmm. terrible. Like, like look at this bottom line about how like I'm making negative profit on this. And it's like, and even in the comments, I was like looking for even one person to be like, this doesn't, the math does not work out on, the, mm-hmm. on this. Like, but no, instead it was every single person going, this is terrible. Oh my God, what a horrible thing. And like, all I was thinking was, is no one going to say you're, you're bad at business? Like that's what I, that's all I could think was like, if this is true, if these numbers are accurate, this is, you need to sit down with someone and have them tell you that like a sticker should cost 60 cents, not a dollar 50. And if you're spending $2 on packaging for a sticker, you're an idiot. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry that I know that sounds mean and harsh, but like, what are you talking about? You're spending, you're spending twice as much of the cost. That's like Michelle having a necklace that the cost of goods is $18 and her spending $36 <laughs> on packaging yeah. for a necklace that yeah. she's then selling retail for 50. Like think about that real hard. Everybody just cause it's a sticker doesn't mean that that math isn't the same. You're spending more money on packaging than your product. I feel like I, I may have this wrong, but, you sell stickers. Stickers are just like add-ons, right? Like you're you're not a sticker company. Like I sell a ton of stickers and I've actually gone into the space of like, I sell more stickers than I do cards now. Really? But I will say that it is very rare that anyone will place an order that is like, I, I'm buying two stickers. Like mm-hmm. no one's doing that. Okay. 
I mean, that's what I was. And that is why a company like mine will have things like I try to incentivize a bigger purchase. So like you get free shipping if you spend $35 or more, because I don't want people just like throwing, you know, being like, I'm just going to buy a $4 sticker. And then that's like a dollar 50 shipping. And then like, I'm doing a bunch of work to pack up a sticker. Like that's dumb and I don't I would like to not have a like I'll do as many orders that come in that are a single sticker that's fine but like I'm glad that that's not and if that was happening a lot I would figure out a way to like make that a quicker process for myself and make it advantageous for people to like quickly buy a sticker or Mm -hmm. I'd pad it into the price of my sticker I'd make them I'd make them five dollars instead of four dollars or something like that and be like free shipping on single stickers or whatever, but it's like part of the price. But like, that's why I have like a pick six stickers Mm -hmm. product because most people are going to go on there and be like, well, I'm not going to just buy one sticker. Oh, well, what if I bought several stickers? Oh, wait, there's a listing where it's like slightly cheaper if I buy this bundle of stickers and I get to pick whichever ones I want. So like when people have little teeny, like low cost items, it makes it easier, you know, to make it easier for the customer to be like, how, what, how can I get the best deal here mm-hmm. for like having this shipped? But then like, yeah, you have to sit there and go, what is the cost breakdown? Even if I give somebody a discount, how would I package this? Is this going to go in a padded mailer? Is this going to go in a box? I'm not going to put my fancy ass tissue paper with like in a box fluffed up with like a sticker in it. I mean, I I'm not doing can't that. Justify buying fancy tissue paper. Right. I just, I don't want to charge people extra money for packaging. Right. I just don't. Yeah. Like, and I know it looks cool and it makes you feel cool and all that stuff, but like, I can't do it. I think if I wasn't a designer and that tissue yeah, paper yeah, wasn't yeah. like promoting my design work. Yes. It's very different. I I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, cool, let me buy some orange tissue paper. But like, I I definitely justify getting my fancy tissue paper. Like, A, because I was like, okay, I need to buy, I'm going to have to buy like plain tissue paper soon. I'm running out. And then I like did, I literally did the cost breakdown and like looked through stuff and was like, okay, well, how much is it going to cost for me to buy plain tissue? Like nothing, like obviously nothing. And like a piece of tissue paper is like pennies. But then the idea of like how much tissue paper am I actually using in an order? Well, my orders are all really tiny. My products are all really tiny. My boxes are really tiny. So like I use like a piece of tissue paper like in in an order. Yeah. I mean, so do we, but I'd get stingy about it. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't know. And it's just, you know, like I'm trying to up my online game and like get people to kind of know that like when you order from me, like it's going to come in this cool thing and like everything's like eco sustainable and like can be recycled. And like, I don't want to have to use like, I don't know. I was like, I'm eliminating you line as a situation. Oh, yeah. I'm a you, you know, like there's things that I'm like trying to eliminate. There's companies I'm trying to give money to and support. And then um, like having that tissue paper and knowing that it's kind of a premium thing that like will a- 
add to like the cool factor of like ordering something from my business and like this looks really cool and like it matches all my other shit you know like that's something that's important to like and it's also because I use it with custom stuff like if somebody does a custom order like I want that fancy branded tissue paper to go with that like fancy cut so I can justify it with that too it's like having a custom order like gets fancy tissue paper that has my logo on it um but like making sure that everything matches is just like me being a super design nerd but it does it like I think that goes for everybody like I think everybody even if you aren't doing like fancy custom tissue paper like having things be consistent and like having things look match each other and look the same and like that goes with having your website like Mm -hmm. be consistent and like link clearly and like look the way stuff looks on your Instagram and look the way your photography looks on your website like I think people take for granted that that everyday customers notice that shit like people notice that stuff so we were gonna try to talk a bit about like how to take that idea of name dropping yourself to apply to social media. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, cause that's what I've spent most of the week trying to think about. Yeah. Like how we, like we can't just all, well, we can leave Instagram. We've had a conversation yeah. about that. Yeah. So we've talked about like leaving Etsy. It's no good for you. Yeah. Get your own website. Um, but we still are beholden to social media. Yeah. Mostly Instagram. I know people are doing TikTok and other shit, but, um, I refuse. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. um, how do we, how do we take all this thing, all these ideas we've discussed and apply that to using social media, um, in a way that we're not like, we're not playing Instagram's game anymore right yeah like it's our game and instagram is a tool right right yeah or twitter or whatever you had brought up twitter i deleted twitter a long ass time ago well yeah i I think there's probably an episode where i say i deleted twitter yeah i mean literally since our last episode like twitter has we've had we now know that twitter is a changing I mean, (laughs) I don't care. Like, I am so uninterested in any discussion about Twitter or TikTok or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Do whatever anyone wants with it. Keep using it. Don't use it. It does not matter to me. It's not important. Twitter's not a thing that we needed as society. So if it gets ruined or if it gets better, it does not affect anything. apparently apparently Elon <laughs> I don't care. musk tweeted like maybe yesterday oh she's on the bench again <laughs> michelle's watching Sorry. a video of her dog i have live video of her she's oh live. she's howling she has live feed of her <sighs> dog so well, she's can... sitting on this bench that we just got and she started eating immediately and now i gotta watch to make sure she doesn't she doesn't eat, eat her bench. again <laughs> she just jumped up on it and like tilted her head up which means she I mean, was she's howling. howling oh yeah. my god she's, she's like why are we're you working on it me? we're working on it <laughs> she's doing so much better though i know i'm sorry anyhow what about you oh, so apparently i i think that this was a real tweet 
it very well could have been a fake tweet, but I think it was a real tweet. Um, apparently he tweeted like yesterday that um, he's going to like as a joke because he th- thinks he has a personality um, that he's going to buy Facebook and delete it. I've seen now I would get on board with that. Uh, right. And then the, co- the all the comments were like, do it. Yeah. Like literally all the comments were like, that would be the greatest thing ever. And like, why didn't you do that instead of buying Twitter? So <laughs> the thought, my one of my first thoughts was like, we need to all accept that any day we could wake up and Instagram could not exist anymore. And right. we need yes. to be okay right. with that. Yes. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, fine. I think it, it's an interesting thing to think about given recent events like the Etsy boycott thing happened Mm -hmm. and everyone it like even though I'm kind of I was kind of like oh look at these sweet little kids who think that Etsy is bad today Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah I knew that a decade ago I don't know where you all have been but congratulations they haven't even watched it truly like you didn't even really see how bad it got yeah like you entered it after it was already shit. Yeah. You were okay. You accepted it as garbage. It used to be so cute like, and charming. You have no idea <laughs> yeah. how good it was. Yeah, yeah. You were in high school when it was good. And I feel like <laughs> I am seeing some people on Instagram who were on it when we were, you know, first yes. started using yes. it too, like posting our old Our hipstamatic filters. Yeah. Like food. I may have this even seen a meme yeah. like, oh, remember, oh when- remember when you just posted everything you yeah, did and you got no likes and you didn't care and you were like this is fun yeah here's my dog yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah i've been trying to think about like how we uh name drop ourselves like yeah. in all aspects yeah of our business and like we know that like having your own website is that and using an email platform to send out newsletters or whatever that's that but now but we still have these other things that we use um like instagram and like how how we can harness that right how do you use it for good yeah and my first thought was i'm so tired of seeing like everyone play those like the instagram like real like trend shit like, yeah, I will see the same five or 10 people do the do same, the same thing. Yeah. fucking thing. And yeah. I'm like, now I don't even remember who did it. Yeah. Yeah. It means nothing. So nothing that means is any, playing yeah. Instagram's game. Yep. Not your own. Yeah. So that would be my, f- the first example that came to mind. Right. Stop. Like they're, you're doing these trendy things cause you think you'll get views. Well, and that's, but now we can't remember who fucking yeah, did it. You just did the same exact thing that somebody else did. Right. Those are all rooted in TikTok. Like all the yeah, video yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, those are all like coming from TikTok and then kind of migrate over yeah. Instagram. You have to absolutely do your own thing, your own original fucking thing that no one else did and accept the fact that you might not get views on that right away. Right. And you have to do it consistently right. and well enough and it has to be interesting and unique so that you will eventually get more views and people will remember that it's you. And of course, like later down the line, you have to worry about people copying you because that's what social media is. Because that's all, social media is just full of influencers now. 
I I feel like social who, media yeah, is who are not doing anything influential influencers right. dominating it and all they do is say oh someone did that let me do that like I'm gonna use a really specific example of something I just saw and thought about like in relation to this episode so um I follow the one of a kind show and they just this past week or I guess it's still happening today I think today's the last day mm-hmm. um so the one of a kind show is a giant uh, market show that happens at the Merchandise Mart here in Chicago. I think it also happens in Canada. Is that really? True? I think it's in Toronto. I think it's like bit home based in Toronto in Canada. I didn't know that. Okay, Any, r- that's irrelevant. Um. Anyway, so the one of a kind show happens at the Merchandise Mart. Um. There's like a spring show and then a holiday show, and they just they're like currently having a holiday or a spring show. Um. And they, like, don't like you know, sorry, sorry, everyone, but like, don't have the best social media. Um, especially given that they are a a giant thing that should have like a really amazing social media team. Um, they, they kind of have like really, I would call it like on unorganic social media. Like it feels very, it's like not genuine. Mm. Like Mm -hmm, there's not mm -hmm. like, there's no person, there's no like, there's no like personal element to it. There's no like curation of it. It's it's a lot of like um, template graphic situations, and then a lot of like just reposting everybody else's shit. So like during the show, it's just the story. Their Instagram stories. It's like when you when you go to an account, and then there's like nine hundred little tabs, and you're like, oh Jesus! Like now I'm gonna have to tab mm-hmm. through like this nine hundred stories because they are having an event. And it's a thing that like when show of hands was happening, I was very conscious of like not reposting every single fucking thing that every vendor posted. I tried to like curate out the best things yeah. because I knew that the people following show of hands, A, are probably already following a lot of you. And like, I don't want to repeat content. There yeah. should be original content on my feed. And also like, I know that when I get to an account and I see 900 tabs open, I just like fast skip through that shit. Like I well, do- usually just swipe through right. all well, of them. But if you swipe, it shows you them later. I know. So you have to like, sk- like tap, 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 yeah. just to like empty it from your feed. And guess what? Then it has no fucking point. Mm-hmm. Geniuses. So, and it's usually like a bunch of the same shit, right? But so one of a kind has been doing like spurts of that, like all since Thursday, just like these giant spurts of like 90 things at once. And you're just like, oh my God, this is so crazy. So there was like a ton of stuff where they were reposting things that were just like, it's it's like the same girl every time. It's not literally the same girl. It's just like the same type of like Schmintzfluencer, Chicago girl who's in her 20s. Who's like I'm wearing a hat, <laughs> right? Do you know, you know what I'm saying? Sure. She, I'm wearing a wide brimmed hat, and you're like, great, cool. You're not from Arizona, so she's like wearing a hat, and she's like st- doing her pose, and she's like in front of the one of a kind show sign, and she's go- I'm going to the one of a kind show because she got sent tickets, and like she's a influencer, and she's gonna go around and like tell people things that are cool, even though she has no actual interest or 
like opinion or experience with any of this, but like it's a thing to do, and she's a schmintzlinger. What's so, schmintzfluer? That's what I call it. Influ- I can't call them influencers. I can't even say it. Schmintzfluer. What does that mean? What is it from? Is it's it from- just a thing I say. Oh, I, okay. Because I can't call them influencers because they're not influencing anything. Gotcha. It's like when you say like fancy schmancy. Got it. So it's like influencer schmintzfluer. Got it. Got it. Got it. I, I just thought it was a term, a new term that I didn't know because I it don't is. know It is. I made it up. It's, I made okay. it up right now. TM. I'm um, always behind on shit or like having no, to Google it's not cool. It's not a cool are. thing. No, it's not a cool thing. I thought don't it was the it new cool thing. I mean, if I'm cool, then it's the new cool thing, but I'm not cool. So. Got it. It's just a thing I say because I'm an asshole because <laughs> I hate everyone. <laughs> but they like, I know, I just noticed that like, so now you're reposting like pictures of, and it's the same for markets for makers. It's like same shit where they like encourage it. They love it where they're like, take, come take a self. We have a selfie wall. Mm-hmm. Like come take a picture of your fucking self. So like, don't promote the makers. Don't promote what you bought. Don't promote these businesses. Don't show off anything that has to do with this. Take a picture of yourself and make that the thing that's aspirational because because now people just want to be some dumb girl in a cute outfit standing in front of a sign, not a person who's actually participating in the economy of supporting makers and like buying a cool thing and like showing off the cool thing that they bought or talking to the person that made the cool thing. They just want it to be about themselves. So like half of the posts were just pictures of influencers like at drinking a cocktail and then like tagging one of a kind show Ugh. and or then like, like with the one of a kind sign yeah yeah okay and then i'm like this, i can picture that now. i'm like why did you repost this one of a kind show this is not promoting your show but they're like oh look we got post we got post we look we got tagged we someone tagged us someone with more followers than us tagged us and it's like you're you're this is why we're in this shithole that we're in where no one is like celebrating the actual value of something they're celebrating the fake value of something they're celebrating like the being tangential to greatness instead of actual greatness so like you don't know how to make shit you don't know how to make this wooden cutting board because you don't have any talent you're just standing next to it with an iphone Mm-hmm. And we're celebrating you and not the person that made that cutting board who has actual talent and an actual skill and is running an actual business. That, th- th- which world did you choose? Which are you happy to live in? I hate the Schmincher world. It's depressing and catastrophic and like ru- literally ruining our economy. But people will argue that, that, that's that that's directly helping our economy that like brands send her shit and she shows it off and that promotes it and you tell her and like that that's mark that's how marketing is now but like they're doing they're doing a terrible job of it because it's literally just her standing in front of the one of kind show sign she's not wearing a hat she bought at the one of a kind show She's wearing a hat she bought from some dumb fashion designer in New York or something. And she doesn't even tag it. So it's like, you're well, not they don't tag doing your job unless, unless they they're paid. Can get it. Yeah, unless they're paid or there's like a, what's 
right the link. The ad, yes the, like an ad link the shop to buy thing or whatever yeah, right yeah, yeah yes so like we we've destroyed the very thing like we, no, everything that like 15 years ago when like influencers were born as bloggers where bloggers just posted things that they liked and like wanted to promote and be like I bought this cool thing isn't it cool I'm sharing it with you because I love it and I want you to love it too and like here here's my review of it and it was organic and editorial and no one got and paid for no it. one got paid for it it was just a thing you love to do you had a point of view you had um you had an aesthetic you loved something you really liked plants or you really liked mid-century modern or whatever it was and you went with that bent and then it all turned into money it all pipelined into money and now it's become and then because of instagram and everyone can every unlike blogging where like you actually had to put some amount of effort into it where you had to have a website you had to be a good writer you had to edit photos now with instagram you just have to have an iphone Mm -hmm. like you just buy an iphone and like you don't have to do shit like you don't have to have skill you could you just replicate what you see you're just a mimic and so like you just you just go like oh this person's successful I'll just dress like her, act like her, buy the things she bought. And then you, sl- if you do that consistently enough, and yes, there is a skill to that. And there's, t- that takes time and effort and like work, but like, that's not real. That's made up. That's manipulation. Instead of like, here, let me present you with like actual, like what's actually happening. Like, they don't go to a concert and go, let's review the, this music and like talk about this artist. They go to the concert and go like, here I am. Here's a picture of me. Here's my selfie with my cute outfit on. Don't you wish you were me post. Like it's, ju- it's all, it's, it's just all turned into garbage. So like you kind of have to, you have to be the one, even if you get somebody to post about you, like mm-hmm. it's not real. Like you have to post about yourself. You have to, yeah. I mean, I've rarely gotten anything out of being tagged by an influencer. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes it's nothing. The only times I get anything out of being tagged is when it's from an actual real person, mm-hmm. when it's a customer. So I'm actually looking into, I signed, uh, maybe half signed up for it, um, some sort of program where, and I can't think of the word that they use, um, where People can um like an ambassador. And yeah, an yeah. ambassador program. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I haven't had time to like fully set it up, but what I was hoping to do is for like regular ass people yeah. to be able to sign up for it. I want you to call it that. Regular ass people? Yeah. Regular hyphen ass people. Okay. The regular ass people. That's program. what I want. I MSD regular ass people program. Not be for influencers yeah. it will not be based on how many followers That's you have you obviously <laughs> can't have a private account i right. don't well because right. then yes. i can't see then it the, right you can't share it not or see that, it. yeah i mean i still think that there could be benefits to sharing shit with a private sure. account and your friends and stuff yeah. but i think there yeah has to it be makes more there has to be some proof. amount of sharing yeah um so 
I don't know. I and I can't remember what it's called, but it's like through Shopify. We'll look it up. And it was free. The um that's kind of when I the last um show of hands show I did the I did like I had show of hands ambassadors right, right, right. that were like hardcore customers that I just invited. I was like, you come to the show all the time. You're you post about the show, you love the show. You're like really supportive and like I know you like I enough that I know your name. I know I've met you at the show. And I was like, I don't want I'd had that bad experience with that PR company years before. Yeah. That was like it a did nightmare. Nothing. And it I don't think anyone bought anything like, at it the show. Did jack yeah. shit. And like none of them did anything. And like I was like, I want actual people who like genuinely have an interest in this to you know, like post things. They showed up got their bags and then I saw some of them trying to sell off yeah. the things in the bags yeah. because they the, put the PR the people name. not the not the ambassadors no the, the PR people yeah the people from the PR company yeah yeah, yeah. not my not my people no no no, no, no. <laughs> yeah yeah no. I just wanted to clarify yeah we kept, yeah sorry we, we kept talking <laughs> I was talking about why it was so bad yeah the PR um, people these like bloggers or whatever mm-hmm. they were at the time um tried selling the stuff and yep. they would put they put my name yeah. in the listing so i get a google alert for it yeah it's like you didn't buy that yeah and even if you did you don't have permission to do what you're doing like i mean i didn't say anything about it cuz yeah no that I, I think it i think it was a common practice oh absolutely yeah. and and i like ripped apart the pr company and they like were shocked that I was disappointed. Like they could, they were like, really? We thought it went really well. I'm like, well, you have no idea what you're doing then. Like if you thought this went well, if you thought all, if you thought this was a good situation, like the only reason it was good is because my vendors helped me put together the most amazing gift bags that have ever been assembled. That's the only reason that was the only good thing about this. And I could have done that by myself. Mm-hmm. And they, I was just like, at the end of it, I was like, this had no positive outcome. Like the, the, the stats of this are negative. And they were just like, really? Wow. We thought, we just thought it went really well. And I'm like, you're all idiots. Like I'm going to, we're just going to walk away from this. I'm going to call this a loss and no need to keep me in your Rolodex. (laughs) I'm just going to, we're just going to say goodbye. And it was just like the worst experience. And I was like, clearly I'm the best PR person. And like maybe hiring a PR company is not for me. And like, that's not necessarily true. I'm sure that there are good PR companies. Um, and that one was just shitty. Yeah. Um, but it, it did open my eyes to like, quote unquote, how the world is now. And this was, this was four years ago that that happened. And I'm sure it's only worse now. Yeah. But yeah, that was a terror. I mean, it was terrible. I would like the one, the two people that like even like did the whole like unboxing thing online, like tag, like said the wrong venue name, tagged show of hands wrong, like didn't tag the makers. Like it was just like the, I'm like this, you've one job. And it was just in stories too, which were fairly new at the time. It wasn't real posts. Like it wasn't like posts. You literally did like two of them, like one of them like didn't even say the date of the event one of them like didn't like described the event wrong and I like I had to go to the PR company and be like did you not explain 
to, like, was there not, like, did you not give them something printed that was like, this is what this is? And they were like, no, we did. And I was like, I would like to see it. And they like sent me the thing that was like what the kind of dossier of like, this is what this event is. And it was literally like my own copy from my postcard. And I was like, that's all you sent them. And they were like, yeah, this is like, this is what we sent them. And I'm like, okay, so they're just dumb. And they were like, oh no, we thought they did a great job. And I'm like, well, then you're dumb. Like this is the worst. This is terrible. Like all of this is terrible. And they were just like, we're, this is, we're shocked that you're so disappointed. And I'm like, cool. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure great. that there's a PR company that is appropriate for no. Um, no. our world no. right now. No. If there is, you know, if someone knows of one, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, if I had the money, like I, I would do it. I would do that. I would love to, I could be, I would be an amazing PR person for the maker community. I would be the best person in the whole world. I think about world. that a lot. Yeah. Um like I could be, I could rep I do think about every, that I could lot. rep a hundred companies and like make everybody a ton of money. It would I would be great at it, but I don't know how I would even begin to do that. <laughs> I don't I mean, I think you could. Have, I think you have just, we just start, started my new business. Yeah, I think yeah. you just start doing it. Yeah. Um and I, I mean, I guess that's true. It's the same as with design stuff. Like you just get, you get a client and you do, yeah. do the work for them. And then it proves, it proves like positive for them. And then they, you get another client from that and then you build your client base and then you end up with 50 clients that you're all promoting. So I've, I, do I think about I, this. I already have a list of like a hundred people that I would just right. be like, hi, do you need a PR person? I'm here. I think about it a <laughs> you lot. You already know me. <laughs> um, I've told you that I've watched Insecure like several times yes. in a row. Um, and the the main character like is looking for a new career path. Yeah, like her current job isn't satisfying, and but so she's in L.A. and she's her character is born in L.A. and she's passionate about her city. Yeah, like loves to promote other businesses yeah. in her city that need help. Like that's her thing. And she finds a way to turn that into her new career. And every time I watch those parts You're where like, she's working on that, I think of you because who is more passionate about handmade maker run businesses in Chicago than you? N no one. Right. But I'm broke. Yeah. So I mean, this, I can't compare you. It's a TV show. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this isn't the story of my life no. as a TV no. show, but also I'm a no. white lady. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but you know, I do think about it. I mean, uh, fuck, I'll try anything at this point. I have no prospects because th there's like, unless somebody gives me like, how much money did we decide last time would get me a deposit on a venue? building oh, a venue yeah five million ten million dollars 15 i think i said i think i settled on 15 okay as the starting yeah as the seed money <laughs> yeah i just need a bunch of money i feel like but that's for the venue i wouldn't yeah, need yeah, a bunch yeah. of money to be yeah. a pr person to start a no. pr thing i wouldn't need a bunch of money no you're right i mean I you wouldn't. could just start using the show of hands account for it Ooh, that's gross but true <laughs> what if show of hands was a pr company no, I mean it. It's essentially the same concept. Yes, it's just yes. No, yes. That is I my understand. point. 
Sorry, everyone. You're listening to our brainstorming (laughs) session for my new job that I'm going to have. You heard it here first. Well, so let's like, do we have any ideas of how we're going to um, moving forward? Manipulate the system in our to our advantage. Yeah. We're, you know, this getting back to the name of the episode, I think name drop yourself oh it's not schminfluencer it might be i wrote that down also schminfluencer oh. <laughs> schminfluencer i wrote that down yeah um, like it's probably the best one um <laughs> just like you either we're either gonna fucking quit social media which or we all know isn't gonna happen i don't some people have we've talked about that oh, before bless bless your precious souls or <laughs> we're going to find a way to actually make it work for us. Yeah. I mean, I, I get a little, when I think about it in terms of myself, I do, I, I go, I'm very roller coaster about it. Like there are days when I get very like esoteric about the whole thing where I'm just like, Oh, I don't like, I'm just going to like do what I want to do. And it, and like whatever happens will happen. And that's why I am most, I don't care. And like, right. But then, Mm -hmm. But then I also go, if I just put some effort into this and like structured it and actually like I probably would benefit from like, but then I think, no, that's really the answer. The answer is like, don't, don't let the system manipulate you. You manipulate the system. Mm -hmm. Like don't let social media, like instead of following the rules of social media and being like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this go backwards from your from your standpoint and go what do I need out of this and like what am I willing to do like if you're a person that's like me that's like I'm not doing fucking reels like I'm not videotaping myself and I'm not pointing at things and well, I'm not doing no that, I'm never gonna do that but right. I actually and I was like making you, videos like, you you've done it where like I could see myself doing what you've done which is like I could make reels that are not what everybody wants the reels to be like when you think of reels don't think of them in terms of like dancing tiktok videos think about what it makes sense for you to do what what would be a cute thing for you to do are you a designer do something that has to do with design do you have a process do you have like a really labor intensive process like michelle that's like cool for people to watch that no like nobody knows what it looks like to like enamel all of these pieces have a have a like time lapse video of like all of these studs getting enameled. That's super cool to people, and it's like twenty five seconds long. Post it with a random music track on it. Done. Like you don't have to do. You can you can follow the rules without being like manipulated I think by them. Just like I guess the only advice I have is to start just you you know, using it, take photos, yeah, make videos and figure out what feels natural to you. Like right. don't look at what yes, anybody else yes, is fucking yeah, doing. That's the real answer is like, don't worry about anybody else. And like once, I don't know, like I've gotten to the point where I just, I will randomly be working on something and I'll have it, an idea in my head like, a, oh, I should like the last reel I made I had put all of the studs in the little like wood block thing I have and I could just picture them like like, moving moving around around in my head. And honestly, it's surprising to me that it's taking me so long to 
play around with video because when I was in high school, I wanted to be a movie director. You want to do it all the time. Yeah. And we only had those clunky ass VHS cameras (laughs) and I would hook that up. bag pack attachment. (laughs) It, you know, went on your shoulder. The whole VHS tape went in it. We're so old. At one point we did get the one with the mini tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the Um, height. But I would edit video um, by connecting the camera to To a VCR Mm -hmm. and like start and stop and like I could I figured out how to cut video by like stop and start start and and recording it to another yeah oh my um, god and the so the fact that I can now do all of this shit on my phone and I don't have video editing software I should get it like I should yeah you could get like I need to get caught up on it an app and be done yeah. And the reason I wasn't because it was overwhelming and I didn't have it. But once I started playing with it, now I'm like, okay, yeah. I feel that part of me connecting yeah. with and it. Once you're more again, comfortable with it, you'll you it'll become like a thing where you're just like, oh, I could just make a quick video of this. Yes, and I'll just do it, oh, and I it's fun. Do it fast, and it's fun. And the fact that like you, like a reel doesn't have to all be video. Like it can essentially yes. be stop motion, yeah, which yeah. was my favorite. Yes. Um, and you can actually do it, um, well, yeah. instead of what I used to do, which was not well. Um, I don't like, it's fun for me. If it's not fun for you, don't fucking do it. Right. Yes. It, your customer is going to see that you didn't have fun doing that. Yes. You know? Yeah. And if it's not fun, you won't do it consistently. Like you right, won't right, do right, it right. often enough for, cause like if you do if you do one reel and then you never do one ever again, or you do one reel and then like eight weeks later you do another one, then like it, it doesn't matter. It kind of negates mm-hmm. itself. I will say more people seem to see them than a photo. Cause I, yeah. you know, I'm looking. I mean, a yeah, bit. that's, yeah, that's how it's been. It's like reprogrammed now um, to be like, and I'm vaguely, I'm vaguely annoyed that, um, so I've done some experiments with the music because I changed my account to a creator account. Yes. It's not yeah, a business account too. anymore. Because I, I wanted too. the music, right? Yeah. And I made a reel before I did that with like just the stock music is what I call it. Yeah. Um, and it got a lot of views. Yeah. And so um, I thought, sweet, I'm going to put a better song with my next one. And mm-hmm. it got like just not great views. Yeah. And I had done a couple with cool songs and still the views weren't great i'm like all right i gotta do an experiment i gotta use one of the shitty stock songs again and see if i get more views yep so apparently there are um like some social media like um coach accounts of course there are i mean i'm not saying that as my statement yeah i'm saying like there are some where like they specifically oh they tell you like yes. use this audio they tell you, like this week these five audio I'm not things gonna do are that. trending i don't want to do that no oh, well then don't. yeah also apparently the new thing is that original tracks are the best that you should that the best thing to use is original i have audio. that thought has occurred to me yeah and i i feel like if i if i have I to figure out how i'm gonna do that yeah well yeah i really i mean i have a fucking musician as a husband mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've li- I've been thinking about that a lot that I'm like I am not taking advantage of this at all like I am not I'm not doing reels I've not really done any at all and like I could very easily be like Josh make me like 
20, mm-hmm. 30 second fun tracks of random instrumental music. Like whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And just like load them up onto my phone. And then, and then I'm like, not only am I using original music, I'm like tagging my husband <laughs> and being like, here, this is where this music came from. And I'm like, this is a missed opportunity. Yeah. But before when I refused to use the like stock music, I would just have no music. Yeah. And so it showed up as original audio. I still wasn't getting very good views then. Yeah. But um, I think things that that was a while ago. Yeah. I think things are different now. So, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, I'm okay considering little things like that. Like if I'm going to put my effort into making a cool video. Yeah. You know, I want it to, you know, have a chance at being shown. Yeah, like, you, I, yeah. and I've made so many mistakes. Like, I actually didn't even realize that it has to be in that, like, um, nine by 16 form. Is that oh, the numbers? Yeah, yeah. The, um, like, story format mm-hmm. or the full phone view. Yeah. So I made one that I spent a lot of time on in a square. Oh, and it because was like, I was picturing no. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a post. post. Yeah. And it got hardly got any views. Interesting. Because I had fucked that up. Yeah. And I'm like, it was really cool. And like, no one saw it. And like, I want to redo it, but no, I'm not going to. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. I we have to. Like, you. It's the hardest thing to do. You have to do your own fucking thing. Yeah. With your own fucking business, and use the tools. Yeah. And not follow any of the trends because no one will remember where they yeah. saw the thing. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. I think you have to like, if you want to be memorable, you about, have to do your thing. Yeah. And it's like people have kind of lost sight of like the importance of like brand recognition and like, like the longevity of their business. And inst- instead people are thinking like, I just want the immediacy of like how many likes did this post get? Views, did likes, I get shares? Views? Did I get know, orders yeah. from this? Did yeah. this get shared a bunch of times? Did this go quote unquote like mini viral? Did that like whatever the immediacy of that like satisfaction is? That's what businesses are focused on, and that's a dangerous place to be as a business because everything about successful businesses is about the long term. Mm-hmm. Like everything, everything about having a business that lasts any length of time and like grows in any real way is that you have to be looking at the bigger picture and not the little teeny micro movements of what's happening. Like you have to be consistently marketing. You have to be consistently promoting yourself. You have to be consistently like evolving what your product line is and like improving product photography and like, looking into things like SEO and like making sure your mailing list is growing and like all these things that like have nothing to do with whether your post got 50 more likes or not. Mm -hmm. Like, and, but because of the instant gratification that social media has individual business owners get really focused on that because they don't have anyone to answer to. There's no, there's no other person in their business going like, Hey, hello, I'm waving my hand in front of your face. Like, not important. We need to focus on revenue and cost of goods and what our sales are. And like, 
when our product launches. Like, stop looking at that. Like, focus on that as a tool in your arsenal. And it's like alongside a bunch of other things. Like, it has to be equal to or less than mailing list and direct mail and going to events and sending out emails to stores and touching base with clients and all of those things. Like it has to be less than those things because it's it you're, if you're putting all your effort into that, like, and then it's disappointing. Like you, you've wasted a bunch of time and then what if it goes away? What if it goes away? Yeah. What if it becomes the things you have to pay for? What if it changes drastically, which it does every six months? Like you can't, you can't latch yourself onto it in a way that will affect your business. You have to let it be a flexible tool that you're just using. Right. Otherwise you're going to get. Yeah. I think, (laughs) yeah, we absolutely have to think every day that these tools could go away yes, that they could be completely different or vanish entirely yeah yeah because that's clearly happening like that's it's actually happening it's not like a and like a, it's not going to be the end of the world either no, yeah actually it would be kind of amazing yeah i would love it if facebook and twitter and instagram all like just went down tomorrow and never came well, back <gasps> they've gone down occasionally and at first it was like freedom yeah (laughs) and i felt bad for anyone who had like a launch planned oh sure yeah you know um i mean yes it would be terrible but it's like oh i'm gonna go do something else now i'm gonna go live my life like a human being yeah that's not attached to a fucking phone no like at the end of the day it's an app on your phone yeah like or it's a website yeah it's a website <laughs> everyone like whew, whew. like i don't know it's hard it's hard i know it's hard and like it's hard to like detach yourself from the thing that you're like this is what's easy and this is what's comfortable and this is what i've been told to do and this is what and like i'm looking at other people that are like seemingly successful because of this thing so like i also want that like it's it's so Obviously, that's hard. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, like protect protect yourself from the possibility. Like use it, yes, use it, use it, use it, use it. It's there to be used. But like remember, like it's the same as like why you buy insurance for your house or whatever. Like you, it, it's there. Like know that you have a like. Don't set yourself up for disaster. Basically, mm-hmm. like don't don't set yourself up for like this like Etsy situation like these people who are like completely beholden to Etsy and are now like suddenly going oh my god this is the worst thing that's ever happened and like these fees are going up and this and this and this and this and like now what do I do and it's like well it's terrible that you even got to this position in the first place I think it's a good practice to constantly you know evaluate all of your like different uh outlets for your business and like what if that went away yeah yeah and I I mean, I discussed it the last time. I currently have one where I would be kind of fucked if it went away, right. and that's fair. Yeah. Um, and I know that's a problem. It's something I've been thinking about for a while. Things used to be more diverse, yeah. and then the pandemic changed things, and yeah. it all got well. And I think that's why a lot of this stuff is so much heavier on people. Is 
is a lot to do with the pandemic because everyone immediately had to like shift harder on to online. Like that, uh, the economy in general went mm. much harder to online internet more than it ever was. And now other bit like businesses that could before be like, well, but I have markets and I have storefronts and I have this and that, you know, it's like that kind of was like, well, no, I can have a bunch of different things that, are diversifying my mm-hmm. revenue and making me feel like I'm I'm okay if one of these 10 things goes away. And now it's like, now I have two things. Yeah. And one of them's Etsy. Yeah. So it's like... The, it, but it, now's, now's the time. It's not too late, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's also good to remember that, like, stuff does not have to be immediate. Like, you could, de- you could today decide, like, hey, I'm going to change my relationship with social media. And in a year... I want to be here mm-hmm. or I'm going to leave Etsy by 2023. Like, or what, you know what I mean? Like yeah, make, I did a slow, yeah. like do don't, don't be like, yeah. Oh my God, everyone's yeah, yeah. talking about it. And in my face and I'm being told this and I'm thinking about it constantly. I have to do it tomorrow. Like make a plan, make a plan where you're like easing your customers into a new website that you overlap for a year. And like, have your prices be better on the other site and give people coupons for the other site and send people to the other site and like let your Etsy shop just drift away. I need a and then close it. Yeah, I need to do that <laughs> with my wholesale. Right? Like just kind of like, you know, nothing. I mean, like, I had it all set up on my website and then yeah. the pandemic hit and literally everyone switched to fair. Yeah, because they incentivized that. They yeah, were like, for the we're going to make this. Net yeah, terms. You got terms. You got a freebie if you were new. You got, yeah. And they were like, all my stuff and I knew can I be on there. I couldn't blame anyone. No, I, yeah, I couldn't compete no. with that. I'm like, go ahead. Do it. If it gets me more new accounts and But at the same orders, time, I know great. it's a really dangerous position to be in. And it's, sure. I yeah, because I have to do they, something. They about could it. wake up tomorrow and be like, "We're gonna change this, and we're gonna, we're gonna raise, raise the fee, the, yeah. and we're gonna change our policies." And like, yeah. they could they could do that at any point, and yeah. that would be their prerogative to do yep. that. Yeah. Whew. All right. I feel. Um. I always feel good getting this shit out. I spent so long not getting that's any why we, of it out. That's why we do this. Yeah. Or why we're doing it again. Yeah. Okay, so we hit we've we've yep, hit an hour, so we have to be we done. We have to do it, and I didn't meet my goal of using one of the buttons. Just do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> now you did. Now I used it. Now you did. I never used a button before. Congratulations on your efforts. <laughs> <laughs> Very proud of you. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do this again. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna talk about it next time. We'll figure it out, I guess. Right? Yeah. Um, okay, so everybody can find us on Instagram, ironically, <laughs> Pancake Town Podcast. Um, and yeah, well, if you have anything you want us to talk about specifically, we're up for topic ideas. Or we'll come up with something insane on our own. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. not to talk like